ugly girls back in high school I used to get them young girls I used to be broke and had a messed up curl Now I got my own fat business Tell a story about rags to riches Bought a pimp named Shorty from the Oakland set Been macking for years and ain't fell off yet So if you ever see me rolling in my drop top caddy Throw a peace sign and say hey pimp daddy Cause I never would front of my folks So slow down and let the gold diggers count my spokes Women come a dime a dozen So don't get mad when I'm dating your cousin Your two sisters, I even date your ex-wife Short dogs in the house and it's a player's life Tell me how do you feel When you're friendin' to the homies How you grindin' Look for a tramp But you can't find them You got one girlfriend And see her every night Come around the partners Lying about your life Looked at your watch And said 622 Cut to the house And said baby I love you Can't act like a Mac Like Playboy show And the rest of the Macs In the streets of the O Coming up, we learn how to break these traps. And when you're through getting yours, then you shake these traps. And when you're older, it's nothing but a routine. Making G's every day, working blue jeans. I know I've seen it before, I see it again. Young Tender saying, Short, would you be my man? Player, mm. what, 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 can I, what can I say? Let me explain this to you. To you, yeah. Yo, 
I don't even want to fight with you, man. I lay you right where you stand. You can catch a few shells. One go right through your polo, man. Usually I'm dolo and I got a crazy team. Call, kiss the ride on you. Watch for the laser beam. Shit, it's that OG flavor. Remind you of a corner bodega and that old E behavior. On point, but I ain't trying to scuffle with chunks. Long joints, got the culture power plus the double pump. Troublesome to anyone who stands in the way. I stand on a spread. Fuck if your man's in the way. Your girl want me cause I do it better than you. The whole world wants me, nigga. I'm a legend of you. Like LL, Rock, Kim, Ice T and them niggas. Like Cube, Snoop and Dre, I'ma be seeing them figures. It don't matter, you don't have to be liking me, man. Keep playing, you be laying there, right where you stand. Gun on my waist, knife in my hand. What's up, everybody? This is Old Soul Radio. I'm your host, Professor Gable. Everybody just walking in right now. It's I Shit times 20. We got a full studio tonight full of guests and shit. So uh, we'll be back here. We're going to talk. We're going to play some music. Later. All my money in the haze and in the dope Cause right now I'm currently a slave for Interscope Respect first, then money, basic shit If you got niggas under pressure, you can take this Yeah! Listen, I'ma leave you right where you stand Have the ambulance pass your Timberlands off right to your man Cause he pussy, he ain't gonna do nothing But look, when it come to beef, he don't wanna do nothing I'm here, see, but chrome scope him Right there, two in the dome, smoking Kiss, keep funeral, homes open I fall back, smoke an ounce in the dark Bounce on a crane track like I bounce on a knock Keep playing, y'all niggas are burn And you know they say it takes something to happen for niggas to learn Let the 40 cow give them a perm This industry is like bacteria and my flow is a germ Just mad you'll never be as nice as I am Jake to the claw and I'll leave you right where you stand uh. You gangsters, cosmetic Keep playing, you'll be laying there right where you stand My people from the hood stay on the grind Deep block, gangsta, I'll leave you right where you stand What? Gangsters, cosmetic, cosmetic. <laughs> I see you got the fear of God in you. We'll tear your heart in two. Too bad you didn't know what you got into. Yeah, the most righteous. To Malcolm got a close likeness. My name carry weight, decapitate most vipers. Hot rhyme spitter, dime hitter, case beater. Flow is angry like I'm in your face with heaters. Chasing beavers, nah, I never have to do that. P.I. till I die and I just laugh at you cats. You happy perhaps cause you got dough and bitches. But no love in the street, only for moes and snitches. Only from the meat lapping, suckers won't see it happen. Cross that line, then it's time for the heat clapping. I do my thing like a whole planet depends on me. I got game to make, Janet wanna spend on me. Some say I'm trifling. And sometimes I rightfully am. Get your man, I lay him right where he stands. One, two, one, two. Kinda tired. Big L about to get into some shit. I uh. check it out. Yo, fuck all the glamours and glitz I plan to get rich I'm from New York and never was a fan of the Knicks And I'm all about expanding my chips You mad cause I was in the van with your bitch With both hands on her tits Hold the own, hold the throne, that you know in your heart I got style, plus the way that I be flowing the shop A while back I used to hustle, selling blow in the park Counting G-stacks and rocking ice that glow in the dark Forever, hottie hunting, trigger temper I'm quick to body something You looking at me like I'm probably fronting I fuck around and throw three in your chest and flee to my rest I'm older and smarter This is me at my best I stop hanging around y'all Cause niggas like you Be praying on my downfall Hoping I flop Hoping I stop You probably even hope I get locked Or be on the street corner With a pipe smoking a rock I got more riches than you Fuck more bitches than you Only thing I haven't got Is more stitches than you Fucking punk You ain't a leader What? Nobody followed you You was never shit Your mother should've swallowed you You want some tag along Flunky yes man shit Do me a favor Please get off the next man dick and if you think i can't fuck with whoever put your money up 
put your jewels up, no fucking put your honey up. Put your raggedy house up, nigga. I shut your mouth up before I buck lead and make a lot of bloodshed. Turn your tucks red. I'm far from broke, got enough bread. And mad hoes, ask Beavis, I get nothing but head. My game is vicious and cruel, fucking chicks is a rule. If my girl think I'm loyal, then that bitch is a fool. How come you can listen to my first album and tell where a lot of niggas got their whole style from? Yeah. So what you acting for? You ain't half as raw. You need to practice more. Somebody tell us, nigga, son, before I crack his jaw. You running with boys and running with men. I'm gonna be ripping the mics until I'm 110. Have that niggas like, damn, but this nigga done done it again. I throw slugs at idiots. No love for city cops. I sport a pretty watch. 850 rocks. I'm making wonderful figures. I don't fuck with none of you niggas. Welcome back to Old Soul Radio. I'm your host, Dolomite Motherfucking 12. I'm here tonight with a number of special guests. And for the first time, we have more than one female guest. And it is pretty great because normally we have a lot of dicks on here let me keep it real me and sam both have dicks and our friends all have dicks <laughs> besides the ones that don't have dicks and those are like to what i call females and so today we are getting the woman perspective on a few questions i have but before that i would like to get some introductions in <laughs> so ladies in the room if you would like to hop on the mics real quick and uh introduce yourselves young Young Zip, if it's cool if you... Uh, I'm a lady? No, I mean, if you man. switch with my girl Celine right there, that's cool. We don't want to talk to you, Satchel. No, I love you, Satchel. It's just, you know... If you want to. Hi, my name is Celine. I'm ca- calling live. <laughs> on the, I'm, on the, I'm on the phone driving on the 101 right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad where, where, are you, where are you driving to, Celine? man's house what are you what are you about to do when you get to your man's house um surprising for his birthday hey how old is your man turning he just turned 21 71 21 <laughs> <laughs> you gonna take him to Chuck E. cheese dad's only <laughs> <laughs> so 21 um what would you do so is Chuck E. cheese like code word for like a crazy Chuck cheese, cheese sex or co- uh, code for anal anal that's Could you say that a little <laughs> closer to the mic? <laughs> Code for anal. How many dads are, gonna, are you going to leave in 2015? Her email is killerqueen95 at hotmail. Yahoo. Yahoo.com. At yahoo.com. Well, thank you. Thank you for calling in, Celine. We're happy to have you. If you'd like to take a seat on Ziploc's lap, that would be... There we go. So you should be, com- be comfortable. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's leaning so far back. He's about to fall out of his chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's great. Like we get freaky. <laughs> I think so. I guess it was Dre. Dre and Pete. Our other lovely guest to my left of me is uh, Miss Cassiopeia. If you'd like to introduce Yo, yourself. Yo, some homies. Yeah. Seat buns. C buns. Oh, it's Dre. Okay, I thought it was Pete. Oh, cool. All right. Into my right, we have a youngly, a youngly, a lovely young lady. It's videotaping us tonight for our later adult film that we're gonna shoot here at the radio station. What's up, Mike? I love that we're all naked right now. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) You look awesome. Happy birthday. Thank you. Appreciate that. That was such a nice thing to say. It is, especially naked. That's just like the best thing. I know. It makes me feel. Hey, it's fine. 
It's just January. I said, it, I said it on his birthday at his birthday party, too. I'm not just like a poser. I did. Oh, I haven't gotten there yet. I'm thinking about it though. Did you get I'm mad birthday? Did yeah. you get mad birthday get pussy, Mike? I got crazy birthday anal from yes. all my best friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait. You and they are. had anal. <laughs> that's that's what that's what I was alluding to. Yeah. Got 21 just pounds to the butt. You know, you know those good ones. The ones you're gonna give to your to your man later today. <laughs> exactly. Good anal stays with you. Be sure to talk into the mic when you're speaking about anal. So speaking Especially. of anal, how does um, the ladies feel about anal in the room? I feel like I get a lot of guy perspectives on anal. <laughs> because anyways, guy guy perspectives on anal, I feel like are not good perspectives. Yeah. Because it's it's a very like it's really word perspective. Because <laughs> it's like it's from an outside perspective on the situation. Did you go to Presidio Middle School? Did you play soccer? Alright, take the mic away from Bianca. <laughs> Do you also enjoy anal, my my friend? I don't know, what's your name? I should probably ask your name before I ask you about your anal preference. High Roller. High Roller. Nice to meet you, my man. I dig your beard and your afro. I'm really jealous. Wish I could grow that. Yeah, no problem. Trey D's name. Alright. And my boy Trey. Trey D just stepped in too. Trey, step to the mic. Alright, say, say. Step to that mic. We're just having some anal conversation. Step to that mic. What's up with the people of the big wide world? Trey, you're on Old Soul Radio right now. It's too real. I'm on Old Soul Radio, dude. How you feeling? Privilege, dude. I feel great, dude. I'm feeling good. I saw you outside the window and I was like, oh shit. Oh yeah, dude. You were like, there he is. The guy. It's that guy. It's that mother. Nah, alright. <laughs> can I cuss on? Oh, I can yeah, cuss. Yeah, you can cuss. Oh, you can fuck that, we've man. He's that motherfucker, dude. We've been talking about anal. So yeah, did you not hear all the anal? How did I not put that together? Did you miss that part? How did I not put that together? I try to start these conversations in public. They don't work as well, so that's people why we've got a radio listen. station, you know? People ain't listening, Mike. Exactly. Yeah. It works pretty well when I bring it up in public. We bring up the word just anal. I'm gonna yeah. hold on, I'm gonna get a chair because Yeah, right. you should get a I'm chair. I'm just crouching. I've been doing yoga all night. We'll be right back. Mike's gonna get a chair in, in the meantime, let's chill.
This is rubies, this is not diamonds. I already know what you, you think. I mean, nah, those are those are Savaski, those are Savaski crystals, man. I said, come on, man, they got them belts. Those Savaski crystals. I mean, those, don't get it twisted.
Welcome back to Also Radio. I'm your host, Dolomite 12. Professor Gabe. Listening to Also Radio. We are live here at 21st and Florida Street, live from Mini Radio in the Mission of San Francisco, California. That's right. And today, I'm glad to say once again, we have female guests, which means yes, guests with breasts that aren't males. <laughs> saying it it sounds desperate <laughs> he is desperate i am desperate because i have not jacked off in three days which is the longest streak i've ever had since i started jacking off yeah it was like fifth grade to now so what's the longest you've made before three days uh i think like a day Do you jerk off like when you have a girlfriend oh yeah yeah definitely because like you know she's on her period for like a week and then there's like so <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, <laughs> kidding. <laughs> totally, totally joking. <laughs> no, um, Michael, you had about. some questions? Yes, I had some questions. So, I've been having <laughs> withdrawals lately from not jacking off, and I'm like, I've considered. I've just, I've just came to the realization, I didn't come, but I've like, <laughs> came to this realization that I'm just like addicted to women. Like, there's just something that's more beautiful than men <laughs> about women that just has me jack off to them a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when I started like jacking off, it was, like, it was to lesbian porn originally. And like, I just didn't want that's men in really there at sweet. all. Hey, no, no problem. <laughs> I can, <laughs> no problem. I'll go back to that if that's what makes it. <laughs> yeah, I really started off with lesbian porn. And then how I worked my you? way up how to black you? porn. Huh? How old, black. Black. how old were you? I was 11 when I first started jacking off. To Pornhub? No, it was to HBO softcore shit. And then you had Victoria- HBO at 11? Yeah. I'm like, my mom like ordered so on TV. your mom's and HBO account? Yeah. And you'd watch porn on it? Oh no, there was no code. They were silly for not putting the code on that bitch because I was, <laughs> I was all over that. You were like big, busty blonde takes it from behind. <laughs> Me at eleven. Pretty much. And then all like the, like all the women that had like pigment in their skin on the Victoria's Secret catalogs, because like there's that's some. What, that's what you would drink off to the Victoria's yeah. Secret catalog. Victoria's Secret catalogs. Really that's like bread. more expensive than Pornhub. But like my mom would get, she would get them for free. My, it's weird how much my mom has catered into my porn addiction. Hey, you mentioned your mom like four times. <laughs> Chill with that. Uh, back to anal. So. So it's, it always comes back to anal. Yes. No, but uh, I do have a few questions. So there's a lot of things that like guys do that girls don't understand. A lot of things that or hate. What's one thing that like you 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 hate about guys? Let me just start with that question. Just start one for now. Just one. Just one. <laughs> one? one I only get one. For right now. Um, say more later. We're gonna go around. I love when men act like they can't do some shit to their girls because they're like they'd be whipped. I'm like you're whipped Ooh. by your boys because you can't do that shit with your girls. Like what shit? Damn, that's like, an example. When guys when they're like I can't hang out or I can't do this or they can't be seen with you in certain places or they you know they're trying to. 
you know, they have to they have to brag to their friends what they do with you in bed. Like that shit just gets old real quick. Oh. <laughs> Leon's Leon's like, I never do that. <laughs> no, I feel that definitely. That's <laughs> Cassie. The thing I hate about guys is when they just be on some fuckboy shit and they just think the hell's sake. Could you be a little more specific than that? I hate guys that wear Supreme hoodies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Alright, that's like two hits for Leon. It's right there. Bianca. <laughs> Bianca. Uh, I hate when when boys make your girlfriends crazy, and then you have to deal with the crazy. Can you speak a little louder to the to the mic? Yeah. All right. You, get, you guys make everyone crazy, and we have to make it not crazy. That can take a long time. Well, we could all just be like define crazy. Something like. else like eating sushi. <laughs> like. Wait, define crazy like like guys like fighting each other and then the girl comes in and kinda of stops it. Oh, yes. Yes to all of your Yes to all of my Okay. That's good. Okay. So what I'm kind of getting from three answers <laughs> is that you all hate fuck boys and boys that take orders from their friends and consider taking orders from the girl itself as like a whip thing. Right? Yeah, they always like, no guy tells his bro like, oh dude, me and my babe cuddled like fuck last night and watched Love Actually. It was I awesome. Do, I tell my homies that shit. Well then you're a great guy. But I don't I don't know about Love Actually. I, that, I've seen that movie though and it's like... <laughs> okay, I see I see like men, grown men cry at TV shows. Yeah. They, they pull that shit, they're like, yeah, I fucked my girl in the cab last night. And I'm like, did you also tell them you cried when the fox ate the penguin in the nature documentary? I like... I like that. I do, I, there's definitely like a big thing against like masculinity. I feel because like I cried during man. I cried during super bad. <laughs> yeah, what? What part? Which part? It's so good. Such a good movie. It was just so good. I cried when he was. I cried when he was like. Funny thing about my my back is it's located on my cock. Crying of laughter is not what we're talking about. What? I mean that counts. Tears coming out of your eyes. Just <laughs> quickly came back to a male conversation. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. Mike. Sorry, it's just like cock and <laughs> tears. Um, cock tears. Cock tears are just jizz. It's true. But it's I, uh, tears of joy for sure. <laughs> well, my question for Celine is like, how how far is too far though in terms of like? being with because I had like my ex was like very controlling like I couldn't do anything and like I felt like I had to do everything for her and my friends which was really tough I'm but definitely my, not saying lie. women aren't crazy or demanding I uh I'm speaking more as someone who kind of doesn't request a lot out of men so maybe that's my own fault but yeah that is getting psychoanalyzed that's, that's a tough one I mean, I mean, no, talking to all three of you what I, do, I don't understand sometimes is that like sometimes girls will like they'll want 
attention, but they won't actually say it. They'll kind of just make it seem like we should assume when we should be there. We should mind. I feel like you're only there for someone as much as you want to be. You, you always, you don't have to like, you make time, you don't make an excuse for things that care, you care about, and that's when it comes down to is like how much you care about someone, sure. and whether or not it's reciprocated. That's true. But what if okay. you gotta like, go rap or something? Then go rap, man, what the fuck? She, what is she doing there? Is she like blocking your driveway? What's happening? Well, no, nah, but you're saying like you gotta make time no matter what, but sometimes you gotta do something. Not all the time. Yeah, sometimes. Like Alright, well that's what I okay. <laughs> Boys are like, but if I'm only spending time with her, how am I gonna eat or go to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Or jerk off. Hey, yeah. I think I'm gonna have to jerk off looking at her eyes. Don't say jerk off, guys, I'm getting excited. Don't say jerk off around Mike. Hurts him. He hasn't jerked off apparently in three days. Like three come days. all over the glass. Mike, put your pants back on. What are you doing? <laughs> He's taking off his pants. He's taking his dick out. For some reason, it's really it's hard to talk about anything besides anal and jerking off. <laughs> he left his shoes on though. He got his no pants off, but his shoes are still on. where we go, it always comes on. right back to like. Were, were you guys talking about this before I walked in? I feel like I just bring pornographic conversations to everywhere. Yeah. Church, the, radio yeah. station. We were just chilling, listening to music, but thanks. We were listening to Too Short, though. Hey, so, same conversation. <laughs> Too Short's probably talking about this exact same thing at home right now. Oh, yeah. About anal and different types of things. Hot job. Leon, what do you think of anal? Leon, you didn't introduce yourself to the microphone. Hi, my name is Leon. I'm a foreign exchange student <laughs> from Tijuana. I'm going to be out here for three weeks. Talk about my struggles. That's that's <laughs> fantastic. My Leon. struggles with anal. <laughs> Three days anal free. <laughs> Three days anal free. <laughs> so did you did you and Mike like quit together? You re- you like met each other in rehab and you were like I'm gonna stop jerking off and I'm gonna stop doing exactly. it. We like cut our hands like and like we connected with our bloody hands. You were like, like I'm not gonna jack off. Are you sure you didn't just again? put your dick in his ass? <laughs> <laughs> That's foul, man. <laughs> How can you be sure? Right. Leon was talking about receiving anal, not giving anal. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I love these conversations. Yeah, it did. It's just literally a full circle. Just like a butt. Like a butthole. Um, <laughs> speaking of butthole, so... Anyway, anal, Celine. Anal or vaginal? Is that? That's too personal. It's definitely anal, right? In what it's world? In what world? <laughs> Anal's like it's like in a. In Leon's world. You know, like sex, sex you could just have. Like anal, you have to prepare for, like a war or like a picnic. You can't just go. You have to bring things. Did you say whore or war? War. Oh, okay. Do you prepare for whores? Well, I mean, if you're a whore, you might prepare for anal. I feel like you wouldn't prepare for anal. So you're like digging trenches? Yeah, basically. You're like, I can't eat Chipotle. Like, there's a lot you can't do. Oh, God. That's real shit. What would you eat? Would you eat, like, like lentil soup or something? I don't know. I don't often prepare for anal. Do you prepare for anal? No, I don't need need to prepare. Really. You don't need to prepare. It just happens to you. Yeah. Once. Once. So, <laughs> so vaginal. You prefer vaginal's preferable, right? That's the thing. 
I like anal. <laughs> hey. One for anal, one for vag. <laughs> what about Ding. third? <laughs> what about? If there's a tie, then we have to do a rematch. I'm gonna come out as a hard pass on anal. Uh, <laughs> Mike is like two bags when I. That's two for no anal, one for anal. So uh, yeah. I've, I've never met that guy in my life. You want to come in here and talk? Yeah, come yeah. in. Who me? Anybody. Yeah. Your brother's not listening brothers. to this. Yo, 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 yo. Fuck your brother, Jesse, bro. <laughs> Get on the mic. Okay. It's very nice to meet you. Um, <laughs> anyways. So. Mike, do we have some non-anal related questions? <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do we go from relationship curiosity to anal, bro? <laughs> it's I'm not that far you. apart from each other. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess so. so take me through, like... A day in the life of a girl walking down the street. Who likes anal? Getting ready to have anal <laughs> later that night. Just like a girl in the, on, on the street, like alone, <laughs> going anywhere. Mike's like, I don't understand. He's like, well, how He's you like, cannot have a dick. What's the deal with women? <laughs> what's it like to what's be it a like girl to have a vagina on the instead street. of a penis? I don't have any prepared questions. Wow, you really didn't. I was think just thinking. I, I don't know. I was, I just came from. I just came from yoga. It was just this hot okay, space. We, we I was the only black yoga. person. It was. It was a whole experience. Hey, we got You're Jai walking in. Ziplock. This is true. And Jai, and come here. Station, as I'm starting to notice. Introduce yourself. Well, it's in life in San Francisco. I'd say. No, you need to talk into the mic. And say your position on anal. So, so is the question, uh, what, what's, what do girls like walking around? What do they do? Yeah, like, what's, what's it like being a girl? In general, they're on the street. In, I'm, I'm well, trying to get the basis well, of this question. Both. In New York. Well, okay. Yeah. How? Well, let's give a scenario then. In like, in a nightclub. Okay. It's like being a girl in a nightclub. Um. Well. Roofied. Should I no. get, get my like career experience? What's huh? it like being roofied? Okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> What's your name? Sorry, you laughed from a roofie joke. Big country. Big country's in the house. Preparing these roofies That's for later. Really, I actually know someone else named Big Country. How often does that happen? <laughs> Big country. So how um, how is it in nightlife in general? Hey yo, we got Jai in the house. Jai. Anal's pretty cool, I guess. Yeah. It's good. All right. I, hit, I think we hit the anal that, quota. That means that anal and not anal are tied. Anal and non-anal are very tied. Wait, what? From the women? I don't think so. This podcast should just be called Anal Question Mark. <laughs> what the deal with anal? So, just checking in with the time of the radio station right now. I just 36. noticed that we are at 36 minutes of anal conversation. <laughs> <laughs> which is So, we're going to take a break. And um, I'll go have anal together. I'll have anal sex, and we'll let you know how it goes. Hold still, radio.
We're back on Old Soul Radio. I'm your host, Professor Gable. And I'm Dolomite Motherfucker 12. And we are here with Celine and Bianca. Yep. <laughs> and my challenge for right now is to not say the word anal. Sorry, we didn't get this disclaimer. Just, oh my god. What? What? I didn't After all that, you didn't say it? Didn't I mean, say I said it, but I'm not going to talk about it. Just say the A word. You're talking about it right now. now. It'll make it way harder for you. <laughs> So, These mics I already asked you about. Fucking gross. Talk about. Talk about the mics. Mics smell so bad. I don't think my mic is on. I don't think I've ever smelled the mic. It smells like cigarette smoke a little bit. The mic mine does. Yeah. I wish it. Did. I don't think this mic is on. Check. Bianca, talk. Hi. not working. Oh. It's not working. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, it's just your headphones. Fuck it. This mic is not working. It's working. Repeat, this mic is working now. Hey, Gabe, introduce yourself. Oh, now it's not working. Stop moving the mic. Say again. He's Gabe Zapata. I'm Gabe Zapata. I'm Gabe Zapata. This is such professional no, radio. Alright, that's Gabe Zapata. Mike, ask a fucking question. Alright. <laughs> this is a question I have. There's a lot of things going on in the world right now that I wish I could reverse. A lot of bad shit going down. I feel like a big part of that stems from the fact that there's not a lot of women in politics. And I feel like the women perspective of the world a lot better than men's because men have the tendency to kind of just assert themselves and kind of feel like they're more in charge or like more inclined to do better for the greater good of people like right now we've never had a woman president and that's fucking crazy the fact that we're in america there's a lot of things we need to fix but um i guess my question i'm trying to allude to right now is uh how can we push the world into a place where like women have less barriers because i feel like that's kind of like a big thing right now and I, I have my thoughts about it but i'm just a dude so i don't know like how we can meet a medium between men and women in terms of actual equality um i guess one of the main things that women i think face in like terms of adversity when it comes to issues like this is actually like kind of demonstrated in this room it's like we're a little bit you know it's a commodity to have us somewhere or it's mm. like an event like at a lot of my jobs I'm one I'm one woman out of five guys I'm you know in any position of power you'll notice there's like one woman maybe mm. and it, it's hard for other women it's it's hard for women to lift each other up when we feel like there's less positions for us at the top so I feel like some of the biggest like misogynists I've met are women because it's, they they're quicker to judge they're harsher because they know that they've had to work a lot harder to get where they are and so I understand it is that stem I mean, is that the reason why women are kind of in terms meaner to each yeah, other it's why you get that like catty, like you know, because we feel like we have to compete for s slots. It's like, you know, there's less, there's less of men's attention. There's less of the job opportunities. There's less of the things because they're just not available. And they're, you know, you're like in a show of five guys. There's one female lead, and she's kind of there because she's pretty. It makes it hard for women to see themselves as somewhere that you know, they somewhere they're needed. And asking her about anal 24/7. And then you keep shit. asking us about anal. It's true. That's why I try to switch the conversation from you guys on, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, 
That's why you went from complete dirty to complete political in two minutes. It's because the jazz is playing. So the jazz is playing. That was a good no, question was, and a good answer, though. Yeah, I really dig that answer. Does like, anybody it's, else it's, have a... It's because Celine goes to college. <laughs> it's because I graduated college, Gabe. Mike, you want to ask that? Celine graduated college, everybody. Mike, you want to ask that again so other people can answer? Yeah. So... What shit would I say? Uh, <laughs> so basically, I feel like there's a lot of, like... There's a lot of problems in the world right now, and I don't, I don't feel like a lot of women get a chance to kind of voice their opinions on the world's issues, and I feel like... The women's perspective on the world is, if not more valuable than the men's perspective on the world, needs to be addressed in terms of addressing problems. So my question for every woman in this room is, how do you think we could start pushing towards actual equality between men and women, especially in this country where we kind of brag about being this free, equal place? Does that make sense to that question? Ellie, you got an answer? Introduce yourself. You ain't got the answers, Ellie. Hi. Do I just talk? Am I on it right now? Yeah, you're yeah. good. Uh, okay, wait. I can't even repeat it. I you were, like, making hands. Why does the language of origin? I didn't know what you were saying. How do you feel like... <laughs> how do you feel like this country can move towards... Gender equality. Gender equality. Um, well, I think it's, like, sort of a complicated... I think it's a complicated issue because women have like repeatedly um, been a not been denied like autonomy over their sexuality, and so it's like while we're simultaneously trying to um, be empowered and uh, own our own sexuality, we're also constantly combating representations that rely only on our sexuality. And so, on the one hand, I want to be able to be empowered and. Um, own who I am as a sexual being and dictate my own representation, but on the other hand, I don't want to constantly uh, be combating cultural conditioning that dictates my worth based on uh, based on my sexual appeal to uh, like a male gaze, basically. I feel that. So it's sort of it's sort of like a two two headed issue because it's like obviously I don't want to be stripped of sexuality and have to be like a chaste being that like is like um, intelligent or goal oriented only and that be the only way to be taken seriously but I'm also fucking tired of my worth being dictated by how fuckable I am so <laughs> I, I, that was that was, a good that was real too. as fuck and that's it's another reason why I kind of stopped watching porn like I'm just it sounds like I'm kidding but that's literally like I just see like Mike myself like, coming out. yeah I mean I, I watch porn a lot and it's just like and it's just it's really demeaning towards towards ladies like that's one of the things like in media it's porn it's like television like instagram now fucking social media i think it's a trip how like in social media now girls kind of compete for likes or i kind of see them compete for likes to kind of meet these mediatized standards that like kim kardashian fucking set up or like yeah but i think porn is less harmful than like magazines yeah. and movies and yeah. oh really why porn isn't something because that, like, porn is a woman like wanting to work and that's her choice she wants to do that magazines are people like um, like manipulating images and like making these impossible porn is like it's porn own, is like, that too though Porn's but like it's impossible. not like i've tried porn does everywhere. that for sex though you know what i'm but saying like it's not so like subliminal though. but like kids that's watch porn and that's their introduction to sex no. Yeah, but before they watch, por- but before they watch porn, they watch like the Disney Channel. And no, it's not, not yeah. necessarily. <laughs> yo, yo, yo! The way it starts, you look, you look through your favorite movie sex scenes, right? Mm-hmm. And then them shits get hella boring. 
And so and you, you wake porn. up one day, you're like 10, 11, and you're like, yo, bro, I can't get off on fucking Angelina Jolie in like some fucking weird ass movie anymore. <laughs> and then you just get on the internet and hit the search bar. But I will say this to change this fucking very misogynistic conversation back into uh, where it belongs. I think that porn degrades women like just as much as magazines. I think that it does the same thing in a far more blunt and direct way. Magazines misrepresent women and women have to work too. Models don't like not get paid to model for some high end fashion like clothing mm-hmm. line. You know what I'm saying? I'm a guy, so I, I mean, I don't know what the fuck it's like to be pressured. Like, you know what I'm saying? How about this? How about the first thing you do when you describe a woman to your friends is you always comment on her physical appearance first if she's not like one of but the boys. But that's a very general accusation. Yeah, not necessarily. Like, I mean, it's, like, I, I'm just saying, in like the field, there's a lot of things that women just get judged based on appearance first. So I think talking like, oh, porn, yeah, demeans women. But like, the first thing. Like in a magazine, you see is like this airbrush kind of crazy thing that you kind of always like as a little girl you're like looking at. When you're an adult, you see porn because most little girls aren't watching porn. Little girls are looking at Barbies. Little girls are seeing movies yeah. with like white female leads who are super skinny and super like this idealistic, you know, thing of beauty. Like when I got a bump in my nose when I like turned 12 and that happened, mm-hmm. I was like devastated. I wa- yeah. asked my mom for a nose job at 12 yeah. because I grew up in this like way where I thought that that was the, you had to subscribe to a certain standard of beauty. Mm-hmm. I feel like that pressure just isn't put on men at such a young age. There's different pressures put on men, but that's not one of them. Yeah. But also, I think it's a really common misconception that all porn is degrading to women, and I, I just want to be really clear that representing women's sexuality isn't degrading. Uh, representing one homogenous view of women's sexuality limits the sexual script that we learn and develop, and disallows us from um, developing into diverse, complex people, and I think that like showing maybe a cum shot over and over is degrading because then we, we learn how we're supposed to be in bed, but I think that women have a sexuality, and I don't think that uh, depicting it in porn is inherently degrading, um, and I, I just don't like this idea that like for women to be sexual, it's degrading. I think that that's something that gets confused in feminism a lot. No, you're right, but I think it's even degrading for a dude to do that shit, though, right? Like, if you got on camera and smashed, like, like on camera for money, like, you got paid to do that, right? That's what, like, imagine if that was what I do. Would you look at me and be like, yo, this guy's got class? No. Yeah, if that, I mean, I don't think that being sexual, I don't think you would. I think that if that was your choice, that, congrats. All right, well, I'll, I'll, I just want to add that I, I don't, yeah, it's Jai. Um, I don't think that ads featuring female models are any more like sexualized than a lot of ads that men are in because it's like I'm, I'm not saying that it's not an issue I'm just saying there's a lot you know I don't think it's it's centralized to just women in advertising you know like it happens to guys a lot too and it's not like it's yeah, not, I don't, I don't that- I'm not like oh yeah oh I need a fit this guy on this, you know, everything. No, but what happen, What happens to women that doesn't happen to men is that they become objectified as, like, Based actual objects. Well, in men media. are objectified and men are, to a far lesser degree and with far less historical context. Come here, Aoife, come here. Speak into the mic. Tell them, who, tell them your name and um, then state your Aoife. claim. 
state your claim. Um, okay. I, I get what you're saying, and that's true because talk, there it, are, talk into the mic like this, there please. There are for sure uh, sexualized images of men in the media a lot, and like you know, nobody's gonna sit here and say that there's not. But the difference is that it's not just sexualized images of men. You also see fat guys. You also see slobs. You also see fucking Seth Rogen in every single movie getting unbelievably hot chicks, and his whole like, claim to being a comedian is like being a fat owner which is yeah and he still gets jicks and like you know think of any also hot true what do you think about that jack i mean i i can't say i disagree with that at all I agree. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just spitting what else I thought from what they were saying. Because, I mean, I think it happens with guys and it happens with girls. I mean, you know, there's just an overwhelming oppression of females. Okay, so so do you feel, do you ever feel like pressured or oppressed by uh, media and how they depict you as a man? I mean... Like yeah, like if if you ask me, Fuck I can yeah. bring up yeah, like I can bring up you know many different things that like guys can be feel like pressured to you know have to fit the mold of, but I don't you know I think I think it's easier for me to disregard that and like you know it's it's also another stereotype that you know it's like oh guys are slobs or whatever, and then there's like oh the cut guy, so it's like. Yeah, there is that difference, whereas women are just only mainly portrayed as just being sexy in the media, so it's like, yeah, I feel it, but, you know, and it's it's diff- definitely there, but it's not, like, I don't, you know, I'm not gonna, like, go stand outside City Hall and protest it. Nah, yo, I feel like, on a, on a, on a neutral level, right, like... As guys, like I, I feel what you're saying, Jai. Like, cause I feel like there's different, there's different things that socially dudes are like you, like what you were saying. Like, there's different things that pressure guys, and there's different things that pressure girls. But when you put like what you said about like, act, like I feel like film is a perfect way to put it. Like, I'm a film major, and like I can honestly say, actresses usually 99.9% of the time don't make it if they're not like picture perfect or if they can't be packaged in a picture perfect way you'd be surprised how many actresses look really good on screen who don't look that good in life but you have to be made to look that good they have to it's how you sell it right i feel like what it comes down to is when you're talking about the media no gender or color matters more than the color green so what sells works there's plenty of actresses who are really good who are old glenn close is one of them but do any women know who she is in our generation no they don't give a shit we know who seth rogan is you know what I'm saying? Guys, like, they live to, to, to enjoy that. Like, it's kind of like a thing in, in male culture, right? Like, like damn, that comedian's ugly as fuck, but he's funny as fuck. And in every movie, he gets that fine girl. It's kind of like something that, that, that rallies dudes. Girls have their own things, too, that rally them. But I feel like the majority of what, what I think I'm trying to get at is it's just different things. Like, I feel like, like, like girls, is, we're pressured with a, they're pressured with appearance. Guys are pressured, like, I think a lot of times with how, how you're supposed to act. Like you were talking about earlier today, like insecurities about love, like literally telling your homies, like, yo, I like this girl. Last night, I chilled out and we watched a movie. We did not fuck. We didn't anything. Like, you can't, you don't want to say that to your homies. That's like fucking like, you're, I'm shooting down my own machismo this, right? And that's fucked up. But it is what it is. And what makes us do that? I don't know. Music, movies, every one of your favorite actors. One of the harmful things to say to a guy is like, 
Julian, I'm sorry, that mic ain't working. Um, step, to this one. step to that one while we get that one fixed. Um, there's like some harmful things that are said all the time, like to kids, like be a man. And kids are like, boy kids are conditioned to like not cry or not look weak because it's feminine. And then with that association that femininity is inherently weak and lesser, it's a hard cycle to break when you're not starting with the boys. As a culture that literally we have to tell boys in their adolescence not to rape because that's the culture that they're growing up in. It's not because those kids are inherently bad or that there's anything wrong with like the male sexuality or the, you know, the male aggression. It's not the, those aren't the roots of those problems. It's the fact that we basically push femininity as this weaker thing and that this, it's a hated thing. It's hard. Uh-huh. And, like, I, I think that uh, the root of a lot of these issues that we're talking about, like feeling pressured to behave a certain way, is the perpetuation of a binary notion of gender, that there's, like, manhood and womanhood, and that there's certain appropriate behaviors for each, and that womanhood is inferior. And so while I think there's, like, a continued oppression of women, I think that, um, like, a, like, a patriarchal domination of gender uh, harms men as well because it constantly is depicting how we should and shouldn't behave and so like that issue of feeling like um, you're going to be mocked if you're sensitive or like admit to liking a girl it's not a joke it's like a very it's a very real it's, problem it's like real. that like like I feel like what it comes down to if you're really talking about like where it comes from is your family because like yeah. I know I know a lot of kids who don't yeah yeah you can you can holler, holler. I was gonna say this is all making me think about nature versus nurture and there's if you strip all of society and all of its you know all the advertising all the marketing and all of this kind of collective conscious of like what things are supposed to be like if you erase all of that and we're just humans walking around it's a totally different story because you're you're totally getting rid of the uh, I guess it's the nurture around you, which is the way that the world kind of brings you up. Social like, constructs. yeah, after after you're born, you know, you have like you have codes inside of you that do certain things to you. You know that that you know some could argue that that's why you're competitive with males is because it's like a primal thing to be tough and all that kind of stuff. You know, you can look at different species that say that same thing in the way they're built. You know, and then you can say that you know the nurture of the world is kind of making us that way because we see big ripped dudes get girls and shit like that and that's like that's in the media and all that kind of stuff and in movies maybe not in the media but like i don't know in different places like nature and nurture are like kind of the root of everything when you're talking about you know developing opinions and shit like that but i feel like i feel like in the end of the day it all goes down to like how you're raised because like I like as much as I say that, right? Like, I, it's it's embarrassing to say that I say that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's a level of honesty I have because I grew up a certain way. Like, I had a dad who was like, "Yo, bro, being a man is being honest." You know what I'm saying? Stand behind yours. You know what I'm saying? That's that's like being a man. You know what I'm saying? And if somebody doesn't like you for being you, or in other words, being honest, then that person's not comfortable with themselves. And then in the end of the day, you lose a lot of people around you because there are a, a large majority that don't have that kind of a pops or don't have a mom who will slap you upside the head for calling a girl a bitch in front of her, like, or even like just ranting to yourself loud enough. For her. There's shit that like certain freaking like strong family oriented backgrounds will give you right you'll get your ass kicked for doing certain things that aren't right some people don't have that so all the things we're talking about in the media that is their father figure 
That's what that's like that's like oh this is the right thing to do. But right isn't what sells. You know what I'm saying? And it goes it goes on both ways. I know like a lot of dude I know a shitload of dudes who are lost because of that. But I also know a lot of girls who are lost for the same reasons who fall into the traps they hate. You know what I'm saying? Like you were saying, it's like combating. Like you, you wanna you wanna demand respect for yourself, but you're like, yeah, but that's not the status quo. And that's so, the thing so that we fall I feel like into it. There's a lot of people like that's, that. that's the thing I feel like we kinda need to change in general, especially with like with our country in general. It's the status quo, like what you said before about like what it is to be a man. Like that's that's oppressed so many people. Like not even just like in the female community, of course, but also like in the gay community. Like it's so hard to be like, like gay gay men across every religion, across every continent is like frowned upon highly really yeah. quick, I mean? really quick. Like, there is no way to do any one thing that's what i was gonna say no like no way really well, as soon as you start thinking that you're gonna search for it and you're gonna make up bullshit that's because people don't know how to do their thing like you need to know how to do your own fucking thing it's about that's what knowledge itself is is if you know yourself you will be a man but you're not gonna be like you don't have to be like the like a man like where it says in the dictionary yeah, but like it's who you are and that's what makes you a man whatever the fuck that means but like I feel like also the one thing is like I feel like mistakes are often penalized in this hyper inter like this internet culture it's like someone says you know the n-word in a tweet or someone says like you know some like bitch or a cunt or some comment yeah, it's like, like proof, they don't like more proof they, they feel like they are you know they have to attack i'm like you can people can admit that they're wrong or people can grow and change and it doesn't have to mean that they are bad they're a bad person for having those beliefs like there's a lot of kids who grow up and they just they learned the gay marriage is wrong and they just have that icky feeling in their teen years because they, they don't know how to describe what they're feeling but it's just because they were taught that and they can let it go and learn to let it go and we have to help that's like a more important thing is helping people with those opinions and like those feelings where they don't know where to put that like when someone has like a you know a thought about women yeah, I say exactly. that I'm like that's really hurtful and like it makes me feel uncomfortable it's like I'm not saying that to punish them I just want them to know it so that in the future it's like I can feel more comfortable with them yeah um, but Mike, I just, I think that that's like a really interesting point you brought up, like specifically about gay communities, because I think that's an area where our like pre-prescribed gender roles are really challenged, right? Like if manhood means that you like want to have sex with girls, then obviously if you're a gay man, you're going to be forced to combat like our cultural norm of what manhood is. And so it's really important, um, I don't know, like to acknowledge those communities that are on the fringe, obviously just for those like individuals to be a part of a community, but also because um, it kind of helps us examine basically how um, socially constructed our notions of um, our gender is, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. I feel like it's all like, like everything we ever judge each other off of is all a social construct yeah. from race to Basically nothing gender. is real. Nothing and is real. And we have to constantly be challenging everything wake that up. we've learned. Yeah, wake up, sheeple. Right? It's... <laughs> It's it, it it pains me a lot. I, I feel like, I mean, the fact that we're all young in this room, I do have like faith in our next generation of people. If this is the shit we're talking about, because this is something I feel like I couldn't really talk to my parents about. About like, why is the world fucked? Like, yeah. why? Well, it's good. Why it's do like, people let's think challenge, the like, way they do? Why? It's like obviously, like, what you feel uncomfortable watching porn. Like, what is that about? Like, obviously, you're trying to come to terms with like, on the one hand, you want to see like empowered women enjoying their sexuality, but on the other hand, like. Um, you consume porn because fucking everyone does yeah because yeah. you want to so it's like Nature. but it's like so amazing that it's like you're examining that discomfort and you're like what am i trying to reconcile within myself you yeah. know and mm -hmm. so it's like that's how we advance like you realize that that makes you yeah. uncomfortable and so i thought it was my boyfriend 
Um, <laughs> masturbation is okay. No, I mean I think masturbation is masturbation is okay. It's just my my addiction, <laughs> my addiction to porn got to a level where. Where what? Like I was looking at Celine's boobs. Where his dick fell off. Jesus Christ. My my level of addiction to porn got to a point where like I feel like it was fucking with normal sex. Well, that, not just normal that sex, but it's fucking about my, my perception of women in general. Like yeah. it's, it, it became easier for me like, to. Did you feel disappointed when you had sex with like a regular girl? Or yes, what? you did. Like, yes, you did. Yes. I'm just curious. No, I'm. No, I mean, I mean, not dis, not disappointed, but I felt like, like when, like when I was way worse, when I was way worse into it, I felt like almost less satisfied with like a normal woman, like what normal sex was. I'm like, this isn't crazy. I'm not picking you up and fucking you on a ladder or anything. Not do that. Just, right. just to give you a sneak preview. Do that shit and see what happens. No, but what I'm saying. But the the point the point I'm trying to make though is that it became easier for me to see women as body parts when I watched so much porn, and to the point where it started to bother me that I couldn't kind of detach myself from that. And it's like, and it's just it's just really easy to do that in our, well, in our society, and it kills me. Even with like even with Tinder, like I'm swiping left and right, this shallow fucking device. Right based solely on appearance they're not like writing down paragraphs of their, of their personality and if they are it's not like i'm reading that shit and it's like i don't know it's just, it's just there is plenty of porn produced by and for women where those representations are dictated by women okay um so just fyi okay but i don't <laughs> think that's porn's fault though i think that's your fault it's My it's fault. the way it's the so way like, you I are i mean like not to like i mean i understand i understand that but like if if like if you know, like porn didn't make you watch porn. Well, no, it didn't. It didn't make you watch porn. You don't have to watch porn. Porn's there. The people doing it are there. I watched porn when I was like nine. Like, yeah, yeah that specific kind of porn promotes a specific kind of thinking. And so that I think obviously Mike is like a critical thinking feminist man, and yet consuming porn that objectifies women time and time again. Uh, perverted his brain or whatever in a way that made him feel uncomfortable and so it's like yeah but he was aware of, he was aware yeah of like, but i don't think it's mike's war. fault yeah. no I that's what i'm like, trying to say like he yeah. was aware so he didn't mike is not a bad or like, like weird guy, guy. <laughs> no, 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 I, can, I draw, I, can i draw this away from porn for a second and kind of think about like the way we actually treat women who do satisfy the porn fantasies okay um, okay because I feel like there's a lot of times, like, I talk to guys, and they're like, oh, man, like, I was totally fucking this freak, and they tell me some story that I don't want to hear at all, but they do it anyway. And I feel like there's a stigmatism between the women that men choose to have sex with, and then there's, like, women that they date. And I feel like sometimes the stories and, like, the fantasies and all the shit, like, this guy was telling me about this girl he, sl he was dating for two months, and she never fucked him. And it was like... When I heard the story, I was like, what the, what, how, what, what were you talking about? Like, do you sleep over? And he's like, yeah, but she's such a good girl. And he all the, the stuff. And then he told me about this one night stand he had where he really connected with this girl, but they fucked and she, he kind of got bored. And part of that, just like, I didn't know whether to, I didn't know what to make of it because I feel like some of it comes from this like sexualized idea. No, I just think that what you're saying is so right on, and I think that what you're talking about is very indicative of this Madonna whore complex that we have in our culture. Madonna whore where, complex. Can you, can you describe that real quick? Yeah, so it's know. like the idea that uh, women who are sexual are, like, attractive until you fuck them, and then they lose all their value, and that women who withhold sex are, um, like, good girls that you would want to settle down with, and they, like, are good and have more value than their girl in the street, a freak in the sheet, that whole thing. Right, and so it's, it's sort of... Oh, there's Ellie's porn-watching boyfriend. <laughs> and so it's sort of this 
he's gonna laugh at me if he comes in. I'm talking about this. It's sort of. Um, <laughs> we'll beat his head. It's sort of this idea that women don't own their sexuality, right? That their sexuality is something that they give to men, and so then once you fuck a guy, you lose your worth, right? And so that I think that. Uh, sort of the mission of feminism is to empower women to own their own sexuality so that it's not something that you give away and lose it's just a, co a part of uh, your complex multifaceted personhood you know like a girl shouldn't be shamed for being like someone who doesn't care to have sex that often but a girl also shouldn't be then degraded because she chooses to have sex with mm -hmm. many partners and often and like I just I really think that it's very uh, implicit and and huge in our culture this idea that uh, women who have sex lose a part of who they are and are worth less I mean like down to our very language like the way we discuss losing your virginity or that if you sleep with a guy he won't be interested in you anymore like that your sexuality is something that uh, I mean has to trick out of you and then once you've given it up you've lost a vital part of who you are and so um I mean, this is something I constantly have to examine within my own self and uh, and break down in my own mind about the way that I think about my own sexuality and, um, and other women. And I think that uh, the nomenclature we use, like um, slut and, uh, and whores and just the like sex-shaming language that we use to degrade women um, just sort of plays into that. And so, yeah, I think that it's around us all the time and we constantly need to be challenging those ideas. No, I I agree. I, that was that was beautiful. I'm very happy to have this conversation with ladies in the room tonight. By the way, I like for anybody who's been listening to the whole show. This has been a hilarious show, by the way. Just the fact that we went from like complete just anal and just beautiful just transitions, and then fucking this beautiful thing. And I just I don't know. I hope conversations like this are happening beyond just in this room. So I, these are, these are, are things I wish I hear. These are just conversations I wish I would hear all the time. Like I. Hey, I was I was a kid who grew up who lied about losing my virginity. Like I I couldn't get yeah, hard for two years, and like I told everybody, even I lied to Mikey. Like I lied to like all of my closest friends about losing my virginity because there was this huge thing of like, well, if you ain't fucking, then you're not a real man. You yeah, know what I mean? And my reputation was on the line. I feel like I should lie shit. about how many guys I've slept with. Yeah, you that's know? I'm like ashamed. Like, crazy. or I'm not, but that's something I constantly need to be deconstructing. Is like, why am I ashamed? Or every time I do tell a guy, some, I guess someone how many people I have sex with, I immediately get fetishized because people are like, oh, what are the ages on those guys? Like, what do you do? And I'm like, I didn't realize that it was for someone else. Like, I'm pretty sure this was for me. You know. If everyone plays into their securities, you know, you kind of keep this whole dialogue of like what everyone else is thinking and like who who is gonna know what everyone's thinking at the same time? So it's like it's like you reveal that part of you that you're ashamed of or you know, in, in, in attempts to be part of that conversation where there's nothing wrong with you, you know, where you're not you're not gonna let other people kinda like get into your business. Or you can just come out and say like, yeah, I, like like what you're just saying, like I slept with thirty dudes or something and you're you're thinking about like like, oh, that's going to make me look this way. But only if you, like, if you're playing into what other people are thinking about you, you know? And, like, if you're, if you're, if in your mind you're, like, focusing on what the masses think. And, like, it's it's always just going to be something made up because you have no idea, like... And, and the tools that we have in our life, like, social media kind of give you, like, ideas of what other people think. But it's not... It's all, like, it's all the same people playing into the same kind of things, you know? Like, people don't have real discussions, like, and you're saying, like, you're glad you're having this conversation. I'm so happy. Yeah, yeah I'm the same yeah. way, too. And, like, everyone has this kind of shit inside of them, but they're all playing into what the fucking masses are talking about, which is, like, which is not on the, it's not on the topic. And this is how shit gets solved. I mean, I, that's what I believe. I feel like if people were in conversations like this all the time, like, if, I if, if every, like, celebrity that serves as, like, a, a beauty model or role model to a young woman, if they all sat in a room and talked about how shit's really fucked up, then maybe 
could be on the path towards a better... But don't only talk about what's really fucked up, because the truth is, there is a lot of fucking people having these conversations, and I'm in them all the time, every day, and it's good to have these... Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. I did, let me just say what I have to say. I... I like that they have these conversations. I think it's good, just like what you said. But at the same time, a lot of like activists and people like that are like addressing these issues are depressed because they're like perpetually putting themselves in the negative parts about the world. And I think that if we learn about like how to balance it instead of just like focus on the bad because we think that we're because we are fighting the bad and we do need to focus on it but we're not going to do it effectively if we're depressed and sad and think that everything's fucked well, because should. it's not only fucked it's very fucked but it's also you know can i can i beautiful. say can i say some shit real quick yeah say some I'll, shit I'll hold up yeah let me no, i think that's why it's important when you talk about these things to like present solutions and like yeah and not just say it's the worst and i'm gonna go home now like yeah i feel like I feel like like what when you started this mic, your whole question was like what can we do to better it? Yes. Sam, to be honest, I agree with you about like a lot of activists. Basically, it's it, what I'm not. I get what you're saying. You're saying it's easy to say what's wrong, but how do you fix it? That's the hard yeah. part, right? So what I'm saying is this: what you said earlier about knowledge of self. Yeah. We're all talking about what the status quo does. Now the truth is, what works for you, what works for you, what works for you, what works for anybody in this room might not work for me. And what works for one of the people next to me might not work for the next person next to them. So what you have to do is you just have to know yourself and then therein know your boundaries as far as what you personally need yeah. and how that might affect negatively someone next to you and to know how to not do that but at the same time to your best satisfy yourself. And therein you find a positive outcome but that comes from concentrating on what you need and not hurting anyone else and just living your life the way you need to. But it, the way you do that is avoiding the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Knowing it's there, but not like not stressing. You know what I'm saying? No, being very aware that it is a stressful situation for many others, but doing you and hopefully someone else who's stressing the fuck out sees that and is like, "Yo, man, yeah. that guy's got such an oblivious confidence doing what the fuck he does." Yeah, and I want to be like him. Other people to do their yeah. own thing. But also, this kind of discourse is a solution. Like a discourse like this helps unravel. Yeah. So it's it's not like we're just talking about bullshit. It's like discussing it is helpful. No, I'm not saying this. I'm just saying somebody said it'd no, be good if people here. sat down their kids and told them about everything was fucked up, and I just don't oh. agree with that well, particular part of the statement. I agree. I feel like there's like there's two sides to everything. In terms of like what I think would be a solution in general to a lot of just like problems in general, where like where people kind of argue about the differences between people, I feel like is a dialogue. I feel like the fact yeah. that people do talk, like second like in social activist meetings and stuff like that, I feel like that's a very strong thing that people don't really get to do. I mean, we're kind of yeah. just bogged down by what's cool and what's the thing to do. But yeah. like, I feel like actually like hearing somebody's perspective rather than just judging it based off what media tells them to do is how we're gonna begin to solve things. More or less, even though like we're a diverse group, we're one group. We mostly went to the same high school. We grew up in the same community. Very we're true. all the same age. Yeah. So even though our perspective, if our perspectives can vary this much, imagine like how kind of it faces towards the rest of the world. That's why I think it's so important to discuss this stuff because when I just, you know, most of the people I hang out with on a day-to-day -day basis are my coworkers. They're a lot older than me. They come from different places. They all have different opinions on how things should be dealt with. Some of them don't talk about issues at all, and it's like a very personal yeah. thing. But it's good that we can have these kind of things because the more we talk about it amongst ourselves and the more like we can feel comfortable bringing something that's yeah. roundtabled to other people, All I'm saying is balance. Like, I really like I'm stressing balance right now. Like, 
I agree with everything, and I completely think that we need to do that. All like the, just the way that we have been doing it tonight, and how we would do it otherwise. But like at the same time, like yeah. learn how to be a happy human being while you're alive. I feel like I feel like we're like we're not saying like don't talk about them. Obviously, these conversations need to happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like they're happening. That's what he's saying, and that's what I was saying. It's like they happen a lot more than people think. Yeah. When you open your eyes and you really look around, there's a lot of people who, who you might not kick it with who feel exactly how you do. But yeah. what I'm saying is, then there's a lot of stuff. What I'm saying by, I mean, like, work on yourself. I know a lot of people, right, in my life that I'm cool with. Some of them are knuckleheads. Some of them are cool kids. Some of them I got in trouble with. Some of them I, were a positive, really good effect on my life, right? And I've lived a, a pretty intriguing, eccentric, odd life my whole life, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, I feel like there's a lot of people I know who are, like, some people might think are derelicts. And, like, they would never engage in this conversation, but they're some of the most loyal, morally ethical people and have been misjudged by everybody around them. Some of which, who would engage in this conversation, have a bunch of positive shit to say, but wouldn't be able to live by it for a lick of their time. So, what I mean by that is, see, that guy who doesn't partake and might come across like a dick, might come across as everything that you were saying is negative. Not just you or you, but I'm saying it's negative too. But then if you really stop and you're like, yo... He doesn't give a shit, but wait a minute. No, he really does. He lives by his morals. He doesn't just speak them and know what's right. He lives by them because he's working on himself. Mm. He doesn't give a shit to sit like and be like, oh, man. And I'm not saying it, it's bad to give a shit and say it, but there's just many ways of giving a shit is what we're saying. And one of the things you have to be able to do is also live by your morals. And that's why it's good to then address them in a group and like, no, there's hella kids you grew up with you have similar backgrounds with who understand what you, where you're coming from and think the same way, but then it's also like, yo, then there's times where push comes to shove and you gotta be like, yo, okay, now now we're not talking about it. Now it's time to like really be like, yo, I understood that and I'm gonna live by it. And that's when the balance comes in. Word up, thanks, Dre. Sam, come here. What's going on? Uh, Gabe, can you just get over a little bit so Sam can talk? I just want to hear Sam's take on this, and then we're going to take a quick break. This is Old Soul Radio. Sam, step to the mic. Sam Cott's here. How's it going? I don't, I don't know what we're talking about. Oh, you don't? No, I just I just walked in here. I don't know what's going on. Last time I was... <laughs> I listened to the beginning of the show, and it was all about anal, so I, I stopped <laughs> listening. All right, okay. It kind right, of seems like it. We're back to anal, so I think we're going to take a break here on Old Soul Radio. We'll be right back. Thanks. Thank you. 
Don't stop, I'm not finished yet You said I'm not the E You wanna make a bet, remember this Lounge you in the danger zone I figured you would, now leave me alone You pick and you wisp on the four-leaf clover To be the E-double-E Over and over, you intrigued by the way I do my thing Do what? We got the mic, high and make a swing I have the capability to rap and chill Coax and tax and seize Who tend to act ill It's like a diggum smack Smack me and I'll smack your back. I give 
get goosebumps when the baseline thumps to suck an MC on ride. Now it's time for lunch when I'm cooling on the scene. And we're back here on Old Soul Radio. It's me, Professor Gable. And me, Dolomite. And we're here with a lot of people men, women, dogs, cats, flies, frogs, butterflies, Sams, two Sams to be exact. Two Sams. One mic, no four mics, in a radio station. There's four mics and the mic. So, um, Professor, do you, uh, you have any questions? Um, I was wondering if you had to choose between being naked at the Palace of Fine Arts during a science fair or <laughs> or being clothed or being clothed during sex during sex and wearing a condom so that 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 does anybody want to answer that question well, first off you have to have sex no just like just like a like a Hasidic Jew like like through your clothes right Sam how much thought did you put into that question uh well Mike told me to ask a question Wait, and I, have a I thought of it. I have a question about the specific. So it's jeans, underwear, condom, dick, all penetrating girl, or you have to like find a way to. Am I a girl in this scenario? Is it a female condom? Or the, the, that, this was a question for Sam. The girl ha- <laughs> Oh, for me yeah. specifically. Sam cut. Um, I think I'd rather be naked at the Palace of Fine Arts. Yeah, it's that, me too. I recently, Ellie can can testify to this. I, we were at uh, just like garden thing in Sonoma having sex with your clothes on no and I was just like we got up to no yeah we, we got up to this one spot and I was like and I was like fuck it I just I just want to get naked right now so I got naked in like the garden and she just like took pictures and it was like really <laughs> yeah but I I'm very autistic but I wanted I'm gonna start doing that in like more public places like just slowly building it up you want to you want to start going to places and taking naked pictures I have proof too there's pictures yeah I'm gonna look out for a naked white kid just a naked Sam blinding you'll, you with his luminescent skin you'll know it's me but my great ass I need a man no sandwich just I need marriage I feel good now with so yeah that, that's a thing um, what about you Gable which one would I rather do yeah I would rather be naked in the palace of fine arts during wait was it during a science was it during a science fair oh yeah it's during a science fair what would the science be not a kid science fair though like an adult science fair like what kind of science would it be like a TED talk convention <laughs> like a TED talk convention yeah well it was it was really thought out and presented well I'd rather be naked I like I've ever streaked before is that a thing that only I've done I've been naked outside without running the final countdown. You look tight, can you go around? If you can, 
I'll slap your hand and give you credit. Shout out to people. <laughs> you know, if you're caught streaking, though, that's like a, um, you're like a sex offender. Yeah. She's a sex offender. And if you pee in the street and the cop stops, Yeah, that's why I always pee in, in the, the park. That's what happened to R. Kelly, right? Like, he was just on the street. I don't think that's what happened to R. Kelly. <laughs> he, like, peed on a mic. I think he was also peeing on someone's face at the same time. But he could have been like in a car, like on his way somewhere, had to pee, stuck his dick out. There's a face. Yeah, that's. He was probably driving by Soda High School. So in this fantasy, R. Kelly's in a moving car, he sticks his dick out to pee, and then someone, a kid's face just is under the dick. Not a kid. That's just still his fault. A kid with like a big rainbow lollipop and a balloon. Pee all over him. We need more fucking mics, dude. I feel like the Beatles uh, in this bitch. We're all just using like one microphone at the same time. <laughs> and especially with all this fucking the, microphone. Wait, Sam, which Beatles would you be? Using one I would be. He's like Ringo, dude, dude, dude. No, I think John Lennon's appearance, but George's personality. So you would like and Ringo's body. Yeah. Yeah. But of like and like the head shaking. He had some. Mike, what about you? Do you, do, you, do, you know, do you know who the Beatles are? It's a racist question. <laughs> I know I know who the Beatles are, but I never really listened to them. Like, never? I've seen Across the Universe. I know that doesn't count, but that that's literally as much as not a good movie. I like that movie. It looks pretty cool. Well, white people think like music history begins today. I'm white and I don't think that. So I so Selena's that wrong. <laughs> Statement. When do they do that? They should do one for Doggy Style. They should do one for Doggy Style. That would be. We need to make this happen. I'm surprised they haven't made that movie. Snoop Dogg is a renowned actor. Snoop Dogg has been in like a hundred movies. Yeah, he's been in a lot of movies. Not as many, but close. No, I, you know that uh, fucking Master P I was watching on Netflix, he has a movie. I watched like 20 minutes of it and it was awful. It was about selling cell phones in the hood. It's like Master P, no, this is not right for you. <laughs> so is that what you do with Netflix? Normally people watch like good things on Netflix. But I, like, I, see, like, I, I Netflix and chill and watch Master P. That's about it. You all not chill. So do you get bored at home, Ellie, with Sam? Well, that was a really Dude. that was a boring answer. And that was on the radio. You ever like play with his facial hair? Uh, Really, he's talking to the mic. 
So Bianca's wearing a fedora. That's a thing. I don't think fedoras are ever gonna be cool again. Ever, ever, ever since like like gangster movies ended, I think like fedoras just kind of like faded away with them. Like, hey, it's a hoodie. It's classic. <laughs> Only here at Old Soul Radio, we hear conversations like this coming from San Francisco natives in our twenties. Just want to give listeners a description of who we are, just in case they thought we were old people. Yeah, no. we're on one tonight. I'm 35. We're, we're still all naked. Still haven't put our clothes on. Why would it be hard for this porn addiction to stop? We have live naked people in the room. Gabriel, you got you got any shows coming up? You asking me? Yeah. I got a show. Yeah. I got a show. I got a show on January 7th at the Winter's Tavern in Pacifica with Smooth Beast. We sound pretty excited about it. I am excited. I'm just I'm trying to remember the lineup. I'm trying to remember the lineup. You put me on the spot. I love everybody in the lineup, by the way. Hold on. This is a good time to plug myself. Alright, here we go. Tavern Feast Top, Professor Gable, DJ Nahant, Kaman Kido, Taste Nate, Monolith, GGO, Mike Fish, and Lil MC. Thursday night. Leon. Cool, man. Um, but Mike um, Do you have any shows coming up? <laughs> yeah, no, the, 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 the show's not over show. We still have 15 minutes uh, I have a show In Park Ridge. I don't know the location yet So I'm not doing too good I either But I have a show on the January 15th Doing a 30 minute set 16 16, right. January 16th I'm doing a 30 minute set In Park Ridge. It's the longest set I've ever done. We'll see how it goes. You should all check it out. I'll be advertising that's the longest set you've ever done. Yeah, three minutes. That's pretty fucking long, dude. I gotta write. I gotta write for three minutes, which I'm really, I'm really excited for. Uh, yeah, that's cool. So. I, I recently did a 20 minute set, like for my birthday, and that was like the weirdest. Yeah, that, that was lit. I took a I took a public speaking class, and I had to give a five minute speech. How long was it in this class? This was like last year, and I fucking five minutes felt like a fucking long time. I was like, what was, what was it about? Can you I was like, I'm boring myself give right, speech now. right now. I don't. It was it was about burritos. I don't remember the whole thing. It was burritos? Yeah. It was you know how I would actually fun. pay to see you do a speech? Dude, no, you really wouldn't. Not, about, not this one. I have a show uh, January 25th. My interpretive dance troupe is going to go down to Golden Gate Park. We're just going to put on a show. There may or may not be music. We'll see how we feel at the time. What do you interpret when you're dancing? Mostly just my feelings. Hey, shout, shout out to Leon Wearing Supreme all the time I don't think that was an English story What did she say? Supreme is probably still in business Because Leon's buying their hoodies This show changed from Like a talk show to like the view In like one second <laughs> 
You are a sexist person. About anal again? <laughs> Mike, ask us about anal. I've got all my anal. So do you want to talk? Who, who just said that? Oh. If you want to talk about anal, go ahead. By the way, shout out to SF State School and Professor Gable and Sam Taco too. None of us have class together, which makes me sad. But it's going to be a very funny class to have, you know, especially with Sam. I can't, I can't take cl class with friends. I just fuck around too much. Because it's yeah. already hard enough for me to like Sam work. and I used to work together at a gym. Yeah, that was all bad. <laughs> at Whole Foods, I had a place that rhymes with Schmoll Moods. Old dudes. Old dudes. <laughs> yes, I'm really good at rhyming. Alright. Yeah, Alright, hey, Dre, where's Dre? Dre, Dre. We'll be right back on Old Soul Radio.
fuck about what you give a fuck about what you give a fuck about i don't give a fuck about shut your mouth cut your spouse special victim unit drive by fly god is gonna hit you buick never let the music dictate the policy promise me you never rap again fam honestly been around the world and heard all kind of verses whatever is worth i curse you first worthless you want to stay shirtless exposing your taco meat i'm on the game earth shit behold the rocket heat i'm on beat with the slow flow standards no beef with a Jojo dancer I'm better than whoever you know rap Oh, you know him? Fuckin' his flow's whack I blow stacks on kicks and clothes You so whack, you a bitch for show And what she's spitting ain't chicken broth I'ma go and shoot dude, nigga, you whack That's some motherfucking bow and loop dude, nigga Generally, generally I smack your racing face off of fucking with pee Ball for ball, the best barbaric and Sean The arm, the double-leg arm, head of the dawn Head from abroad, I was the head of the class Now you got a lot of kids, but I'm better with math Count your blessings, count your toes Can't feel extremities off an ounce of blow I'm not one of them niggas that are dancing I take pure coke and I dance on drugs Listening to Old Soul Radio, it's the Lamite Young Bro about to flow. Used to be addicted to porno. Now we talking about anal. Butthole, butthole, leaking from the left and to the right. It's the Lamite, aka Young Mike, and I'm rapping for the bay like every single day. Now I'm about to pass it off to my brother. His name is Dre. Yeah, yeah, yo, check it, yo, check it, yo, check it. Uh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh, yeah, you know the boy, goofy but he troublesome. Chewing on some clitoris like it was bubblegum. Woman aroused at Corleone, sipping Perignon, slash nerdy funky style, Doogie Howser. Miles ahead of rappers who be playing alpha. With the sickest sinister style to sever route, bruh. Finishing foul, bruhs is what I'm about, bruh. Soon as you think you got me, I'm taking you out, bruh. Yeah. Thought you had me up on something, check it, no, you didn't. I turned the fucking floor to a bed. 
bar in a minute Turn a fucking bike to a car, not finished So I turn a couple dollars to some commas Yeah, some bitches, yeah, bitches. Gable, Fuck. come on, I'm about to bust in Carhartt rocking it with the scuff Tim's Tucked in at the bottom of my pants When I get up on the party, then you rock it and I dance No answer, I'm just a fucking cancer Born July 8th and I'm giving you the pants, bruh The pants dance like my name was Mike I'm about to go ahead and just fucking slay the night with Professor I'm coming to the mic, no lesser And when I'm on the microphone, I'm feeling no stress Bruh. Close my eyes and wave your hands I'm about to go ahead and just make your prance round the city Come around with here my committee all day with Leon I've been rhyming about the titty up on the Snapchat I rap fat with a fat backpack strapped on my back And that's that, I rap fat I don't need a back sack I'm just about to hit you with this backlash And then that's that, a rap cat bringing it fat I'm about to go ahead and just swing it like bats up in the baseball I ain't y'all, I'm me So go ahead, though, I might tell them all we free it's Pro G. It's Pro G. It's Mr. Reed. Can you change the beat? Let me rap to a different song. I'll probably rap about thongs. You'll probably rap about thongs and bongs. Thongs and bongs. Songs and songs. Imagining Leon in a thong. <laughs> Imagine Leon in a thong. Fuck that ain't wrong. Me. Just bringing it along. Hold up. Put your song. Funk. Check, check, one, two, one, two. Check, Microphone check, 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 one, two, one, two. One, two. What is this? Where? Where? In the, in the back. All right, good. I was about to say, bro. Bro, Hyrule will help you, bro. Pison, bro. He on it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Your instrumental request is malfunctioning at the moment. We're going to break it down like this. We're having some technical difficulties. There we go. That's all we need. Yeah. Come on. Bring it louder. Yeah, beatbox, that's all we need We don't need electricity, electricity, eccentricity When I bring the lividity, I just got the energy It's infinity, infinitely, I spit it so exquisitely Yo, I don't know what that means, but I could hit you with the rap scheme Back when I was a fat teen, I used to eat hot Cheetos Maybe Doritos, or maybe had the homie go buy me a pack of Fritos With some Reese's Cups, yo, I need this stuff I'm about to go ahead and show you why I eat pizza, bruh It's all about food, like I was Action Bronson I whip my shit out Somebody slap my Johnson I'm nasty I spit it so much Class B And that's why Everybody try to harass me It's Profess G No Profess G The best MC And I kick it fat Like I'm Jet Li And I'm rhyming faster Than a jet ski You couldn't disrespect me Because I got respect G It's respect you So just protect your neck dude I grew up bumping the crypto And woo Ooh Damn That shit was so fucking fat Right D Hit him with your fucking bat Like Switched off the fucking mics. Yeah. Yo, give me some. Yeah, hold that. Hold that. 
It's funny when these rappers try to play the bad boy While I play the happy-go-lucky little glad boy It's sad, boy They think it does them any good When they talking hella hood Getting hella mad, boy While they was at the party doing drugs Thinking that would be enough To be thug while chilling with they friends I was on the blacktop Getting mad hot Fighting kids much bigger When throwing my little hands Damn, when did everything go wrong? Did they think I would forget it Just because it's been long? Dabbled in a bit of what they trying to be That's why it's easy to be seen When they lying to me it's upsetting when these rappers say the same things that another rapper says, thinking they'll be transcending. I'll be at my crib watching Hella Kill Bill, hitting kill with a chick that's real, you know the deal. Till she in the mood for some fornication, and I eat that little nookie in my mom's basement. Put on a track with a sick bass riff, Papa was a Rolling Stone, it's my fucking favorite. I hate a new track coming hella basic, and I love it when I'm fucking to the temptations. Have a singing out wild when I'm hitting hard, it's just your imagination. Alright y'all, this is Old Soul Radio I'm your host, Professor Gable And I'm your host, Dolomite motherfucking 12 Thank you for everybody who came through tonight I'm looking at a lot of people A lot of people came through to talk Express themselves, you know what I'm saying We're just some young folks with old souls Love you While I'm doing that, that this song seems uh, very, very appropriate.